Uncle Tony, Cousin Will, anybody? Where are you guys? Huh, that's weird. I thought they'd be here. Well, uh, hi everybody. It's your old pal, Yogi. Um, you know, the friend beers guys were, uh, talking so much smack about me not being around. And then they finally invite me and I get here and, uh, and they're not here. So, uh, so I don't know, while we wait for them, I'll just uh, tell you that you should check me out on whatever social media platform you're into. I recommend Instagram. That's where I think I'm, uh, I have the most worthwhile stuff checking out. It's at Yogi Rebin. That's uh, Y-O-G-I-R-E-B-E-N. Um, so I hope to see you there. There's some cool videos about science and I try and make learning something random a little bit fun. Hopefully you find it fun. I recommend the physics video because uh, we talk about uh, Ninja Turtles and uh, this awesome movie called Higher Learning with Ice Cube and, uh, and Ring My Bell. So check that out. Well, I don't know. While, while we're waiting for these guys, uh, might as well go through my notes. Because uh, when I listen to these guys, I notice that they... Uh, Sometimes they miss some stuff. So uh, a good example is how Uncle Tony seems to have odd, kind of wrong memories about our family. It is true that uh, our mom was pregnant with him and we went on a cruise and she, uh, she didn't have a great time because she, um, because it was a lot of, uh, I don't know, turbulence. It was, it was a very rough sea. So the boat was all over the place. And so he thought, he said she was like eight or nine months pregnant or something. And that's why she had such a hard time. Well, first off, she wasn't. Uh, she was like two or three months pregnant. And that actually makes sense because that's the point in pregnancy when women tend to have uh, some of the tummy troubles. So, so there's that. Let's see. I'm, I'm just going to do this in chronological order. Uh, Will had a question about the anatomy of an earthworm, specifically the band-aid part. Um, so earthworms are cool. Uh, one of the reasons earthworms are cool is because they're a lot more complicated than you'd think. They, uh, they have one side that is a mouth and then they have, uh, an esophagus like you and me that leads to the stomach. And, uh, I think there's a gizzard in there somewhere and a gizzard's kind of like a, a different kind of stomach, and birds and reptiles have that too. Uh, it helps break down some hard stuff. And since all earthworms do is eat dirt and poop out dirt, uh, you know they need they need something that can deal with things like rocks and you know really hard things. Um, and then they have an intestine. I mean, it's not coiled up like yours and mine, but it's just straight and it goes all the way through. Uh, something that. A podcast that I know Uncle Tony and I both listened to has been talking talked about a bunch of times lately is the fact that earthworms, like humans, um, you know, the digestive system is considered external. And that's a hard thing to, to really wrap your head around. But 
from the mouth to the anus is a continuous path. Um, and so that's technically the outside of your body, even though it goes through your body. Uh, and maybe that's a little easier to imagine about an earthworm. And then when you think about a human, the path's just a little bit more curvy. Um, other things like inside the penis, inside the bladder, inside the vagina, uh, that, that is internal because there, there's no way out. Uh, so it's very important that you don't put dirty things into those places. Um, so, you know, the more you know. Uh, but your digestive system is, is much more capable of dealing with some of that. Uh, I have a note here. Talk about steak cooking. I don't know what it was the guys said. I hope that, I think they might have said they like their steak, like, medium well. And I don't know. All I'll say to you is, Go progressively rarer with steak. Uh, you'll appreciate it. I recommend having a nice red wine along with it. Uh, so do that. And if, if you don't really like the fat, get a nice cut of meat. Get a, get a filet mignon and uh, get it medium. And then get it medium rare. And then get it rare. I personally will eat it as, as rare as they're willing to serve it to me if it's a good place. I have a note about duck feet. I'm going to have to look that one up because uh, I really don't remember what it was Will was saying about duck feet. Uh, Anthony said that Norbell Service Center, which, by the way, if you're in the Long Island area and you need uh, a mechanic to look at your car um, and you need a mechanic that you trust, uh, sincerely, from the bottom of my heart, I recommend Norbell Service Center in Merrick, New York. Uh, it's family-owned and operated for decades. Uh, I'm going to say more than 50 years. Um, but you should uh, you should go there. Um, Anthony said that they do alignments. I'm not sure if they do alignments these days. Maybe not. But if but if you have a, a problem with your car, uh, you, you should go check it out. Uh, they're, they're great. Say that friend beer sent you. Ask for Andy. Um, the guys, the guys talk about music, uh, you know, shows or concerts, if you will, uh, quite frequently. And they talked about one of those different shows. And yeah, that one of those different shows are, are, are great. Uh, maybe right now is a little uh, depressing since live music isn't really happening. Um, it was a hardcore show. It apparently happened out in Oakdale uh, at some venue whose name escapes me. And uh, right now it seems that they're being investigated by New York State because uh, because they're supposed to be quarantining, because they're supposed to be social distancing. And they did make it a requirement that everybody who came in had a mask on. Um, they made it so that in order to get in, you had to buy a chili cheese dog, which is like so funny. It's sad and so sad. It's funny. Um, but so New York, I, I hope they didn't ruin a good thing for other people. Oh, the venue's called Shaker's Pub in Oakdale. That's uh, that's where Sunrise Highway really, really sucks. If you're ever driving headed east on Sunrise Highway uh, and there's traffic. Because there's this merge, and it's just god-awful. Um, 
But so one of those different shows would be one of those shows where, you know, there's like a hardcore band, a ska band, maybe a metal band, and like a punk band. You know, it's a good mix of bands. And, uh, Long Island back in the 90s, I, this wasn't uncommon. And, uh, you know, people would appreciate different kinds of music. Whereas now, I kind of struggle. I think that you see mostly homogenous shows where it's all bands that not only are all metal bands, but they're they're all kind of the same kind of metal. So that's one of the reasons why I give these guys and uh, Thracian, Resistor, and uh, the local Long Island bands that they associate with, I give them some credit because they definitely do each have a distinct sound. Uh, so support local music. And in this time, I don't know, you can't pay them to go see them live. So buy some merch. Uh, it's a means of saying thank you. I'm sure you get to stream most of their music for free. Uh, or I don't know, maybe you bought a record of theirs once upon a time. But, you know, you get to uh, you get to listen to them. So support them. Make them make encourage them to come back. Show them some light at the end of the tunnel. Uh, that, you know, there will be a music scene again. Uh, let's see. My next note is useless yogi. So this has kind of been, uh, let's see. I, I think I started this maybe around late May. So there's a couple episodes worth of, uh, worth of notes I've got here. So useless yogi. You've heard these two guys talking smack and, uh, I don't know. I'm just sitting here, sitting by the phone waiting for it to ring. Uh, I am far, far away from New York, so not able to go record in person. Uh, the dudes asked about how cell phones work, so this could be a fun little trip. Uh, so if memory serves, they struggled with the idea that cell phones don't have antennas anymore. And they do have antennas, they just don't have a big, uh, you know, pointy dongle that sticks out. Um... And it's internal now. Usually it's a loop. Uh, it's, 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 it's metal wrapped in a loop. Uh, and you can make an antenna that way. You might, uh, I don't know how old you are. Um, I was alive and somewhat conscious in the eighties. And so I remember the oldest cell phones and, you know, maybe, you know, some kind of like creep with a, I don't know, it was Corvette or something, and with a, a car phone in it. Um, or maybe you knew somebody like like a, our dad, uh, that's Andy and Norvell, he had one of those suitcase cell phones, where like it literally was like a little suitcase you carried around with you. It's freaking ridiculous. It was gigantic. So uh, the, f- the first... Um, the first mobile network generation uh, wasn't really called 1G, but if now we're getting to 5G, uh, you know, this is the number of the generation of cell phone networks. Um, the first generation of cell phone networks, or I guess 1G, was introduced in 1979 by, by some you know, Japanese uh, engineers. And so it wasn't very good. It was very spotty. Uh, you lost connection a lot and it was super expensive. So all these people who had cell phones back then, they didn't make a lot of calls. And then, um, sometime in the early nineties, 2G was introduced 
this uh, eventually led to uh, 2.5G and even 2.75G. Uh, the later one was called Edge also. Um, so I got my first cell phone in 1997. Uh, and let's see, I think you had like 60 minutes of talk time a month and text messages cost 10 cents and you didn't get any free text messages. Uh, so those 60 minutes of talk time you could use anytime during the day. And then most people had a, a nights and weekends plan that you could have unlimited calling on nights, you know, after 9 PM and before, I don't know, five or 7 AM or something. And you can talk all weekend for free. Um, but you know, during business hours, it was <laughs> those 60 minutes were very valuable and, uh, you would like send a free text message to get an answer back from the, the phone company about what your, what your remaining minutes for the month were. Um, sometime in the early 2000s, 3G came out, uh, and that's when, you know, unlimited texting really became a thing. Um, the talk minutes plans really, uh, expanded. I think you started to get like 400 minutes a month. Um, this is when people started to take pictures with their phones and even text pictures, but they were really low quality. It was like one megapixel. Um, and then so about 10 years later, so these, these networks kind of evolve on average about once every 10 years. So then sometime, I don't know if it was like 2008 or 2010, 2012, somewhere around there is when 4G came out and that's when people started like streaming. Uh, so, you know, I'm just going to watch uh, Hulu or Netflix or YouTube on my phone. That was never possible before. So with each one of these generations, it's far easier to send massive amounts of information over the, the mobile network. Um, and so now we're entering into 5G. Uh, one of the, there's a lot of conspiracy theories you can find about 5G uh, and how terrible it is. And I don't know how it either turns people gay or brainwashes people or gives you cancer or and there's, there's plenty of nonsense on the Internet. My favorite conspiracy theory is. Uh, is that the 5G frequency which they say is 440 hertz, uh, that there's some do-gooders out there in some versions of this, that do-gooder is President Trump, who's secretly changing the frequency that it operates at to go from 440 hertz down to 432 hertz. Um, so let's unpack this one here. First off, 440 hertz is uh is 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 a middle a uh or you know it's a standard a in music so if you press the a on a piano that that's 440 hertz um even an, an a flat or a g sharp depending on your perspective uh i think that's down like 415 or 418 hertz so even going down to 432 doesn't even bring you all the way down to an A flat, 
So it's somewhere in between. And so it's basically like an A, which is a little flat, not an A flat. Um, and some people say that this is more pleasing, that it's a better sound. And so they, they then tune around that. Um, so I, I don't know. This is a perspective that you can take. Um, some people, <laughs> some people argue that there's scientific evidence, uh, which I would debate, um, that says that it like gives you better blood pressure and it, it, it lowers your heart rate and calms you, makes you naturally calm. Uh, so I don't particularly believe all that. Um, but uh, I, I'm open to hearing more about it from, from anybody who wants to push that idea. Um, and if you look on, if you do some digging, you can find out that this idea about 440 hertz going down to 432 hertz, that's actually a, actually an, an idea that goes back to, a, I don't know his name, we'll call him uh, Fred Gobbles. Uh, but so Fred Gobbles was one of the idea men behind Hitler and the Nazis. And uh, so this was one of his ideas that then has blossomed in other conspiracy theories over the, the decades that followed. Um, so I don't know. So, so there's all that. We, uh, let's see, let's, let's talk about something a little bit uh, more lighthearted. Uh, squatters rights. I don't know that that's a thing. There's some rules that protect people uh, who are living in a place, even if they're not paying for it, or even if they stopped paying for it for some fixed amount of time. Um, crossword puzzle hate. I think, I don't know if it was Will or Anthony who said that they hate crossword puzzles. Crossword puzzles cool, man. Don't hate on them. Uh, let's see. Chippendale's will. Um, I don't know what's, uh, what, what's the story there. Can you imagine Will as a Chippendales dancer? Or, is, or was it Will going to a Chippendales? Uh, there used to be a male strip club in in my old in, in my hometown, uh, where Uncle Tony still lives. Uh, it was called Escapes. Um, I think that was a chain of male strip clubs, actually. And uh, when I was in seventh grade, I I went to Escapes. Uh, this this one. Friday night, Onyx, uh, the rap group of slam fame, uh, they performed there. So, I don't know, that's wild. If you're familiar with Merrick, earlier that night, I smoked my first cigarette ever on Cowpath and then went and saw Onyx. So, I was a, I was a dangerous, I don't know, 12 or 13 year old. Watch out. Uh, Getting drunk at school. Who talked about this? Uh, again, I don't know if it was Will or Anthony. Getting drunk at school was awesome. Like in high school? Um, I don't know. I was I was the derelict of the honors classes. And I was the one who was driving teachers insane. Giving answers that they... That didn't even make sense to the question that they were looking for. Uh, so yeah, I was definitely... Continuing that bad trend that started that night I saw Onyx and drinking awful drinks like Jack Daniels and orange juice uh, 
in the back of the class. Good times. Um, Will used the phrase took water. So I think that's really interesting. Like, uh, like instead of drank water, like he took water. Um, in, in, in Spanish, uh, that's actually how you say drank is, is the same word as you would use for took, uh, tomar. So yo tomo agua would be I drink water. Um, there's beber also, uh, maybe in other countries it's different, but here in Puerto Rico, uh, we definitely use tomar for drink. Um, Will said thunked, uh, like the past tense of, of think. Uh, I like that. I like that kind of nonsense. I personally am a big fan of the word brung. Like, uh, I brung my pencil, so it's time to take notes. Uh, hey, I, I, I brung you a cheeseburger to eat. I like words. Language is fluid. If, if enough, if enough of us start saying these crazy things, they might just catch on and become the normal way to say it. But so get into thunked and get into brung. Will was talking about going to uh, like the Brazilian steakhouse and talking about how he hates being the only person dressed up and that he'd, uh, he'd rather be, you know, the only person who's not dressed up. Uh, I'm the other way. And uh, I got to tell you, like being dressed up is, I used to think it was annoying. I used to hate, uh, I used to hate feeling like a preppy, but uh, being dressed up is awesome. Like uh, wear a collared shirt on a plane and you just get treated different. You, you get taken care of. It's, it's sad, but uh, it's awesome. Or better, wear a suit. You just... People want to help you out. Um, I skipped something. So we started talking about the anatomy of an earthworm. So here's anatomy of an earthworm part two. Uh, we, we got so sidetracked with the inside of your digestive system being an external surface. Um, I left out the band-aid area. So the band-aid area of an earthworm is called the uh, the clitellum. That's right. It's it's called the clitellum. Uh, I heard a rumor that you guys have a hard time finding the clitellum. Um, the clitellum is uh, is not present in earthworms when they're young. It's not present until they reach sexual maturity. Uh, earthworms are hermaphrodites, uh, so everyone has both uh, male and female. Uh, aspects to it. And so the clitellum really serves two purpose, purposes in, in reproduction. Uh, the first is it, it secretes a really viscous uh, like gel almost because worms are slippery. The, the outside of worms is wet normally. Uh, worms don't have respiratory organs. Uh, they, they breathe through their skin. And that's why they can die if they get too dry or too wet, because they either get so dry that they can no longer breathe through their skin or they get too wet and then they literally drown. Um, so worms are gross. Uh, so the Band-Aid area, the clitellum, first, when they want to mate, uh, because even though they have male parts and female parts, it still takes two to tango. Um, 
And so the first thing it does is it secretes a viscous gel, which is sticky. Um, and that allows them to sort of grab onto one another because they're slippery by nature. They're, they're, you know, their skin is wet so they can breathe. So it submits this gel, which is sticky. I guess it's like sort of anti-lubricant. You don't want to be too slippery when you're a worm getting busy. So, uh, that allows them to actually grab onto one another and do the deed. Uh, and then the second thing it does is it submits, uh, like a yolk, which, uh, helps them create a cocoon, which, uh, is what they actually lay the eggs in. And then they, uh, they back away from it. So the band-aid section, AKA the clitellum, uh, do a, make the alphabet on your your earthworm's clitellum today. They'll thank you for it. Oh, so Anthony was jealous of block parties. I definitely know where he's talking about there. Not only the fact that, you know, right now we've been all quarantined and socially distancing and a block party would be frigging awesome. Uh, not only that, but also... Uh, we grew up on a busy street, so we never had anything like a block party. We never had neighbors. Uh, you know, we, we, we lived in kind of a, a house that was mixed amongst, uh, you know, commercial space. Um, there was more than one instance in which people came to our house thinking it was like a dentist's office or something. We lived in a normal house. It looked like a house, but it was, you know, surrounded by businesses. So... We had people, I think one time, uh, I think I was too young to remember it, but one time my mom came downstairs and somebody was sitting in our living room because they thought it was a dentist office and they were like, you know, reading a magazine in our living room. So that's fucking awesome. Um, building off of the idea of block parties. I was a big fan, uh, where I went to college, there were fraternities and, uh, in fraternity houses, they would sometimes have a, a party called an around the world. This was fantastic uh, because basically in a frat house, uh, you have different people uh, have different bedrooms. And basically in every bedroom, the person or people who live there uh, in that room make a drink. So like maybe you have one room that's making, uh, you know, Jack and Cokes and another room is making like kamikaze shots. And another room is doing like, I don't know, tequila or some making margaritas or making a pina colada or whatever, uh, making Long Island iced teas. And so, you know, it gives you the opportunity to go around the world and drink uh, all different kinds of drinks. Uh, my favorite was uh, one around the world in which uh, one room had uh, nitrous or you know, whippets, if you will. And so that was pretty fun because whippets are are pretty approachable if you if you finagle people right. So we were able to get some pretty straight laced kids to do some whippets and to get a little weird with us. So that was good. Uh, so you're probably too old to go to a fraternity party today, but maybe you can find some way to like uh, modify it around the world and uh, have one in your life in the future. Uh, I like the idea of pub crawls. Uh, you know, those are fun going from bar to bar with a big group of people. 
if you're ever just if if you're ever in a city or something and you just see a pub crawl going on, just join it. I promise you, there's people in that pub crawl who don't know each other. So just join them and just say like, oh yeah, I know Tom. Um, like, oh, I don't know Tom. You're like, no, 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 he's one of the main guys. Uh, it'll be fun. Um, and here in Puerto Rico, uh, there's there's an idea called chinchoreo, uh, or you know, chinchoreando, like I'm going for a chinchoreo. And chinchoreo is a pub crawl, definitely. Uh, it often involves like a party bus that takes you from place to place. Um, and it always involves pigging out. And I think that's probably the funniest part. And it's not just drinking your face off with a group of like 20 or 40 people. It is also eating awful fried food. Uh, all really just, just some terrible things and a lot of like meat on a stick. Um, so I don't know. Once, uh, once air travel's a thing again, please come to Puerto Rico and go chinchoreando. Um, but don't come to Puerto Rico right now, please. We, we, we don't have the, 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 the infrastructure of a medical system, of a hospital system to deal with a major outbreak. And we still have a, an alarmingly high number of cases. Uh, we didn't, for a long time, we did a really good job of, uh, of avoiding it until like June, I'd say. And that's when we started to see an, an issue. We're not quite as bad as Florida, who's kind of the, the bad one with COVID right now, but not great. So uh, don't come to Puerto Rico now, but when I give you the green light, please come and let's drink and eat stupid food together. Um, at that point, let's just say, uh, you should go visit these dudes' things. I probably should have written this down for myself. So let's see. Uh, we are resistor uh, on everything. Um, so that would be, you know, uh, I guess Instagram is, is is a good central place. So we are resistor uh, is is Will's Will's band. They're really great. They got new stuff. They released a new song recently, uh, and also. Thracian, that's T-H-R-A-C-I-A-N. I can't imagine that you can't spell Thracian if you uh, are a listener of this podcast. Um, Anthony likes to tell everybody to go to their band camps. Go to Thracian.bandcamp.com and uh, check them out. I'm really surprised these dudes haven't gotten here yet. This is really just turning into the Yogi Show. Um... I don't have too much more. Let's see. Will talked about big scooters. Holy fucking shit. Big scooters are awesome. Um, I don't know if you know what I mean. Like, he didn't really spell it out so much. Maybe it's because everybody knows. Maybe nobody knows. But so there, there's there's Razor scooters. Um, I'm not a fan. Some people are. That's that's fine. Good for them. Um, but so there's, there's, there's Razor scooters. And Razor scooters have these, like, tiny little rollerblade wheels on them. But back in the 80s, uh, companies like Nash, Nash specifically comes to mind. I had a big scooter uh, by Nash. Uh, and it had these uh, it had these wheels on them. It's hard to describe. Um, I actually feel like they were like dense foam, 
it wasn't even like an inflated tire. It was kind of like a bicycle tire, but tiny. It was probably like a, like a six inch tire, maybe an eight inch tire tops, uh, same size tire in the front and the back. And it was like a metal frame, kind of like a bicycle. Uh, it had those, those foam wraparound pieces, uh, or at least, you know, on the, in, in the handlebars, uh, so that when you fell forward, you didn't bash your face or your body into that. Um, and holy shit, I just, I, I would love to have a big scooter. That would be fantastic. Like a full size big scooter would be really friggin' cool. Um, Will mentioned a song that Uncle Tony did not know. And, uh, I didn't know, uh, I didn't know there was a possible that there was a person who didn't know this song. But, uh, Uncle Tony didn't know it. So, uh, it's, so there was an old woman who swallowed a fly. And basically it's one of those songs that builds. And so you start with just like, it's a short song. It's like a short one sentence. And then you add to it and you add to it and you add to it and you add to it. And it gets longer and longer and longer. Um, I'm not going to torture you that much, but I'm going to torture you a little bit. So by the time you get to the end of the song, it's like, there was an old woman who swallowed a horse. She swallowed the horse to catch the dog. She swallowed the dog to catch the cat. She swallowed the cat to catch the mouse. She swallowed the mouse to catch the spider that wriggled and tickled and tickled inside her. She swallowed the spider to catch the fly. But I don't know why she swallowed the fly. I guess she'll die. Probably should save that for the the end of the episode. That would have been dope to to go out on with the boat, doat, doat. But we're not done. Um, Will talked about like putting a song on repeat while he's doing work. And uh, I can relate to that. Actually, I I, I haven't been listening to just a song on repeat, but I have like listened to a single record uh, on repeat for an entire day. And that really, I don't know, that puts me in the zone to do work. me personally, that can be a wide variety of things. Um, most recently, Movie Life, 40-hour train back to Penn is a great one. Uh, there's a drum and bass DJ named Aphrodite. Um, drink a shitload of coffee and listen to some drum and bass. And uh, I don't know whether you got to clean your room or write a report you know, crunch some data or something. It's perfect for putting you in the zone. Um, we talked about, uh, Spencer's Spencer gifts, uh, how that was like, you know, the, the, it preceded hot topic and yeah, Spencer gifts was cool. In Roosevelt Field Mall, before there was Spencer Gifts, there was a place, there was a store called World Imports, which, uh, I don't know, it was fucking cool. It, it was where, where Build-A-Bear is now. Um, World Imports, holy shit, just the 90s, going there and looking at the things that I couldn't afford, and probably spending a dollar or two on stupid shit that I could afford or like saving up to buy a poster or some shit. 
Um, it was cool. It was random. And just so much stuff. Um, now, a moment of silence for dead air. All right. Well, thank you for being with me. I'm giving up on these dudes. So uh, I hope whatever your situation is, you're doing well. And uh, maybe these guys will be back next week. But for this week, I hope you enjoyed. Check me out. Yogi Rebin, Y-O-G-I-R-E-B-E-N. Uh, probably going to start a podcast soon of my own. Uh, probably going to focus on just, you know, reading the science news stories of the week. Um, so make a video here and there for Instagram. Uh, been branching out into YouTube. Uh, if you go to my Instagram, there's a link to my link tree where you can find all the different social media outlets where I'm present. And, uh, and that's it. So I'll leave you with this. Z-Y-X-W-V-U-T-S-R-Q-P-O-N-M-L-K-J-I-H-G-F-E-D-C-B-A. Peace.